Welcome to the Cosmic Business Podcast. I'm Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer, business coach, and CEO of Weave Your Bliss, a company with the goal to help a million spirit-led entrepreneurs build a cosmic business around their genius so that they can earn wildly well and bankroll the change they want to see in the world. A cosmic business is a new paradigm business that believes in collaboration over competition, building a business around your unique genius, aligning to the planets and your intuition, leading with your values, putting your health and the health of the planet first, treating people fairly and building giving into your business model. Sounds fabulous, right? On this show, I will take you behind the scenes of my thriving multi-six-figure business, including strategy on closing more sales, nurturing your community online, plus astrological insights to optimize your business and life. We'll also feature conversations with spirit-led business owners, creatives, and change makers to inspire you. I'm coming to you from our regenerative farm in rural Maine, my happy place, where we are currently creating space to welcome community for retreat and earth reconnection. Let's jump into the conversation. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Business Podcast. Last week, I shared a bit more about the new direction we are going here on the podcast focusing on interviews with spirit-led entrepreneurs, creatives, and changemakers who are aligned with or building businesses based on their purpose that are equitable, collaborative, give back, center health, align to something greater, and lead with values. I will also be sharing more of my personal business knowledge around making more sales, marketing authentically, and building community, and aligning to the astrology of the moment. And of course, some behind-the-scenes lessons I've gotten in my business too. You can listen to last week's episode to get more of the scoop on why the shift has happened. On this week's episode, I wanted to share a bit more about my business background story and how I came to be an entrepreneur. I think so many of us have had fascinating stories for how we became entrepreneurs and business owners. I think most of us don't consciously choose this way of being in the world. That it is kind of a byproduct of our creativity, our desire for freedom, our ingenuity and action. That was definitely the case for me. But my story goes way back because both of my parents were actually small business owners. My father started a car dealership before I was born. And throughout my childhood, he would talk to me about deals and sales, often like I was an adult even giving numbers and talking about things that were likely for older ears. I actually loved his stories and business insights. I would ask him a thousand questions, although it didn't occur to me that I would actually put these insights to any use. My dad had three daughters and none of us wanted to stick around in Oklahoma and take over the family business. We all wanted to make our own way. Although ironically, we all ended up in marketing and sales. So I had an early education in business talking with my dad. Fast forward to college where I studied anthropology and photojournalism and held down a few different jobs in cafes, at the photo lab at school, and in a frame store. After college, I moved to France to study French with the plan to go to the Peace Corps, but met and married a Frenchman and moved to New York City instead. Thus began a period of experimentation. I worked part-time at NPR preparing interviews did some freelance journalism, and eventually founded a news website, civileats.com, 
and a nonprofit for investigative reporting on food, agriculture, and environmental health. These were all foundational for my knowledge of writing well, selling, creating events, online marketing, and more. I have actually never had a full-time salaried position in my life, which I know is kind of unusual in this world. But I think it also means I've had a lot of experience with the ups and downs of working for yourself. I would also add that this was not easy, and I definitely had to work through a lot of mindset issues that were keeping me stuck, being underpaid, struggling from job to job. And so that was really important work that I had to do in my life. So I got a divorce in 2011. I talked a little bit about this on an earlier podcast, number three, called My Story. And after that, I really was ready to drop everything and go to India, find an ashram and move in and never come back. I know that sounds crazy. Maybe you felt that way before. I don't know. Not only did I have this strong spiritual pool guiding me, but I also was just really burned out. I had been working for not nearly enough money and just wanted to leave all that stuff behind. So I started first by going for a month and came back to my job and the healing work I was doing on my body and mind. Also, that month-long trip I talk about in my story, episode three, when I met my main teachers. Then in 2014, I quit my job and took the leap to travel the world for four years. While this was absolutely wonderful, I can see also how I was avoiding doing some of the work to really come to terms with my finances. Just before I took that leap and right after I had quit my job, I planned to take six months off and then find a new job. I'd had a conversation with my mentor, Dr. Robert Svoboda, who I had met on that month-long trip back when. And also I talk about our meeting in episode three, my story. And I was just sharing with him ways he could better market himself and a few things he really should be doing, like reissuing his most popular books, building a new website, etc., He asked me to draw up a document about all of these suggestions and then paid me for it. And then he asked me to do all the things on the list for him and he would pay me for it. I had a new job. Okay. (laughs) This is when I began building his online business really from scratch. And it was a delightful journey because I had never before worked with somebody who completely trusted my expertise and advice. We became a team and I got to advise him on the media decisions he was making for his business. We created content that excited people and began to sell courses, eventually leading to him having a multi-six-figure business that could support him as he transitioned to retirement. Meanwhile, I went through several iterations of my own business. I started by doing network marketing, selling doTERRA products. It was fun and I loved the essential oils, but it never paid the bills, even though I was really good at sales. I met some incredible friends and learned I really love teaching people about business and marketing. I'd been studying Vedic astrology in depth since 2014, reading hundreds of charts with Dr. Svoboda and studying with my main teacher, Stephen Heiberger. Finally, in 2019, I started to offer general readings and was almost immediately fully booked out. Quickly, I let go of other jobs. I was working at the time at a women's shelter and cleaning Airbnbs for some extra cash and was trying to just keep up with demand. But it was exhausting to do even three readings in a day as it was a lot of energy and time. I also realized I wasn't as satisfied seeing people one time and not knowing what happened next. Sometimes my clients would write to me and tell me 
all about what had happened, but I wanted to build longer term relationships. Then the pandemic hit and we all went into lockdown. And this moment really changed everything for me. My friends were pretty familiar with the work I'd done to build Dr. Sabota's online business and brand. So people started calling me and asking for advice. I would happily give them tips and advice. They would go implement that advice and make a lot of money. (laughs) It was so fun to help people like this. And so I thought, what if I just start charging for this? I want to back up here and just tell you something more about an internal shift that was happening for me too at that time that involves my birth chart. So I have my moon in between two signs. And somebody rectified my chart about 10 years ago and told me that my moon was in the ninth house. But in the pandemic time, I'd been rectifying my own chart and had come to the conclusion that my moon was actually in the eighth house. In the ninth house, the nakshatra placement is Ashwini. And in the eighth, Revati. And this is important. I'll explain in a moment. If this is all above your head, I hope that this explanation will clear things up for you. So I had been working with health because I have been so blessed to have many doctors in my life who I've learned so much from. I have genuinely been a student of Ayurveda and it has changed my life. Ashwini is a placement for focus on health. But here's what you need to know about me. I am totally squeamish when it comes to the side of blood. While I am completely health focused, I realized that I didn't want to focus on anyone else's health. So when I realized my moon was actually in Revati, things started to make sense. Revati is a placement of wealth and abundance, and advice. In the eighth house, the moon would encourage an interest in, and a capacity for Vedic astrology based on where the other planets are in my chart. Also, the moon is activated for me and is my Ava yogi or planet of anti-prosperity, meaning that in the eighth house, it is actually a better placement because that's a negative house. And so that would explain the sudden improvement in my finances. Also, And this is important because it has happened time and time again. I have an uncanny ability to help others make money. From my parents' finances increasing at my birth to those I'd advised with their businesses and other instances, this is one of the main signatures of my chart. So knowing my moon was in Revati actually really empowered me. This is kind of a mini lesson in astrology and finding purpose in the birth chart. In my case... Once this piece was unlocked and I realized that actually my moon was in Revati, I could see clearly that I am here to help people make money. So then who did I want to help make money and why became interesting questions. I started offering one-on-one coaching, then group programs geared towards spiritual entrepreneurs because I believe that those of us who have been doing that inner work to better understand ourselves, who are maintaining spiritual practices and who frankly give a shit. Sorry for my French. (laughs) We are the ones who, if we get wealthy, will recirculate it in our community and make change. So here I am. I've been offering my coaching services and group programs ever since, and I've helped over 100 people at this point get clearer about who they help, their offering, help them sell with more ease, and step further into their purpose with Vedic Astrology. If this all sounds interesting to you, stay tuned as I'll be sharing more about how to work with me in the future. You can also book a call to discuss my upcoming programs for those of you who are serious about up-leveling your business. All you need to stay connected is in the show notes. I offer this story also in a way of seeing entrepreneurship as a journey. 
I have experimented in public. Sometimes it can be embarrassing. Sometimes things don't go as planned, but I would do it all again to have the kind of freedom I experience now living on my dream farm in rural Maine, having retired my husband and being able to give five figures to charity every year. There's no perfect way to do this. You literally just have to jump in the river and learn to swim. Okay, that's it. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cosmic Business Podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review for us so other spirit-led entrepreneurs can find out about us. I want to thank Team Podcast for production support on this podcast, as well as the musicians of the music that we're listening to now, Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantu Ledesma, from an album Fragments of a Season, which you can check out wherever you listen to music. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode. Mm-hmm.